This is the Golden Beach Podcast, and we're going to do a very special episode today because we have a really uh, unique and, and special story to be shared this today. Uh, and with me is, is Mark Lovick. And Mark, if you just kind of tell us maybe about what happened to you that weekend, starting with the, the breakfast and the conversations around the table, and we're up to the letter you received and, and what we're going to talk about today. All right. Um, we were at the breakfast at the community center, my wife and I, and she was talking with some others there, I think, about a book we had been reading about, it's called Twice Pardoned, about a man who went to prison and got saved there. And what an encouraging book it was, and also mentioned how she had been involved in some outreach to prisons before we moved here from Illinois. The next day at church, a couple of letters arrived, and they were both identical from a prisoner. And so someone handed one to my wife saying, this might be interesting to you. And it was from a young man, well, was young, he's middle-aged now, named Patrick Flaherty, just trying to get people to take interest in his situation. He has been incarcerated now for 22 years in the Missouri Correctional System as a first-time felony conviction for robbing four convenience stores using a BB gun. He was given four consecutive 10-year sentences. So you're saying a total of 40 years in its entirety, not four separate incidences where they would do them concurrently, which is pretty common, right? No. But instead they put them back to back, so a total of 40 years. Yes, this judge I think just wanted to, was maybe out to get some attention for setting an example of harsh sentences. Um, but the way that that sentence was written, he would not be eligible for parole until after serving 34 years. 34 even of before the before became 40. eligible. Okay, okay, so he is guaranteed to, be, guaranteed to be there for 34 of 40 years for this- Minimum. For this conviction, okay, okay, go on. Um, and, you know, after a little bit of a rough start, you know, being the first time there, and he kind of got things straight and has been for many years a model prisoner. He has received multiple commendations for excellent behavior and for being deserving of consideration for his sentences to be commuted to being concurrent so he would immediately be eligible for parole, but so far nothing has worked in his favor. Uh, he's still, he's very involved there in the prison. He works in their IT department. He's translated, I think, over 100,000 pages of textbooks into Braille to help blind students, done a number of other things to be of service to others. And that, now I know that a lot of this was in the original letter he sent you, uh, but actually, and he didn't even send it to you. He sent it to the church just to get his kind of his story out, and, and it fell into your hands, and, and I think that's wonderful. And But I also know that more of what you're telling me and what you'll be sharing with us is based on additional conversations you had. So tell, yes. me, tell me what happened next after you read this initial well, letter. My wife wrote him a, a note, a letter, and quite soon after, we got a reply, and we have been carrying on for many months now 
regular correspondence with him. And he is just extremely articulate, outstanding grammar, spelling, punctuation. He is working on the last classes for an, a master's degree. He has earned an associate's degree, a bachelor's degree, and almost a master's as well during his time in prison. So you're saying not only has he been incarcerated, but he's actually bettered himself, uh, yes. it sounds like, with education and, and then he, he's done some service, and that may have been required. I'm not sure how that works, but obviously he's contributed to society, and at the same time, uh, there's been a spiritual element and awakening as well. Tell me about, yes. tell me about that. Um, I don't have a lot of details about it, but I just recognize he is, has a relationship with the Lord. He writes about, you know, trusting God, even in the, his situation and fighting the tendency to discouragement. And almost every letter he closes, sharing what his meditation of the day has been. So it's something that he has an ongoing you know, pursuit and relationship with the Lord and spends time in the Word. Um, Well, that, that's interesting because I know, you know, that the, the purpose of, of an incarceration is to not only get people out of, out of society for correction, but also to, you know, prepare them for what comes next. Now, this young man has had uh, an extremely long period of time, and I know that's kind of, of, of the point of his story is, you know, he's, he's got some requests that he's making, and we'll show those in a minute, but this is – a, this is potentially a real success story for the, the, the justice system with the exception of this seems to be a fairly lengthy, maybe unjustly so, um, sentence for him. Yes. He even got the attention of Aaron Moriarty, who was part of this 48 Hours yeah. team. She did an interview with him that you can find online. Okay. Uh, and... I believe it was entitled or subtitled, if he were a killer, he would be free. Because most people that are even put in for certain, some murders or other more major crimes are released. They've served their time and far less time than he's already put in Yeah, for his first time offense as robbing a convenience store. Sure. And he is... You know, he really would desire to be free. He said he even has someone ready to give him employment. Uh -huh. uh, his mother and stepfather are down in Texas, and she's fighting cancer. And, you know, it's a real burden of his as well to be able to spend some time with them, especially in light of what she's going through. Mm -hmm. But it, it sounds like, just from what you've shared in the past, and maybe you can speak to that now, he regrets what he had done. Oh, and and, and I don't think I've ever heard you say or, or heard him say um, through you that that he shouldn't have been charged with something for what he did. No. And the question is, um, you know, is this is this a little bit over the top as far as the punishment? Now, there's a success story brewing here. There's with his education and his, uh, and and I know just in our church congregation. I know that he has been an example and a testimony of perseverance and fighting discouragement. And, and he's actually, you know, contacted us 
with the hopes of, of getting some assistance. And, and in a lot of ways, he's assisted us. And I think, you know, I'll let maybe you speak to how he's, what he's done for you and Connie as far as being able to, to, to have this conversation and this relationship, even though you've never met him, uh, for among other reasons, COVID has, has kept visitors away. So, you know, tell me a little bit more about your experience with him personally or what you perceive of him personally before we kind of get into what he, he would really like for us to do or what we can do for him. Um, the first thing you mentioned, I'll just add on to, he freely admits to his guilt. He says, you know, he was guilty. He did those things that he was charged with, and he deserved to pay a price for it. Um, the matter is, though, that the price he is paying seems to be very unjust in comparison to what most other prisoners, you know, people guilty of crimes have been have been penalized with um, but again he writes us and he shares things from his childhood memories that he had mm -hmm. things that you know were really meaningful to him uh, other things that are going on in his life as well um, just quite regularly just open correspondence and uh, we really feel a friendship with him almost you know <laughs> see him almost like a son to us now yeah. because of how open he has been and you know yeah how it, we look forward to every letter we get yeah and i i would you know say likewise he probably looks forward to the letters he receives from you now he he contacted the church with you know hopes of getting some well his story shared yes but i think after having multiple conversations that you've had with him by mail and such what do you think we can do to best help this gentleman. Patrick Flaherty, the name. Yes. Um, again, in the items he sent, he is looking just for something. There was one note he said here, said 30 seconds of your life in a simple sentence such as, I support commutation for inmate Patrick Flaherty, number 344109, would mean more than you can imagine and change my life forever. And so he is just desiring that others would get his situation visible um, mm -hmm. and bring it to the attention of others that might be able to, to have an impact. To, to, have to, an impact. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think you know, obviously he he's hoping for his release. I know you're hoping for his release, but the really our, our hope is to get this looked at with a set of objective eyes that say, here's what he did, here's what he served, here's how he's contributed and, and, and changed over the course of this period. You know, so, so in support of him, both in, in this cause and in support of him personally, what are some things that, that a listener could do for him? One other thing I'll just mention that he said, and it kind of goes along with it, he said his situation has become a disincentive to other prisoners to try to toe the line, try and you know, be, be live by the rules because they see that he's done everything right mm -hmm. and it's gotten in nowhere. And yeah. so, uh, he also you know wants it to be seen by others that there can be value in, yeah, you know. Doing things the right way, but what I'd say the key things could be done for him 
first would be pray for him. Pray for him. Pray that okay. you know he wouldn't succumb to the discouragement and negativity around him, and that he, you know, keep his eyes on the Lord and you know above all yeah. the fray. And I, I think you know that's really important because here we are outside of prison. Here we are in the world with all kinds of freedoms and opportunities. And we are subject to these frustrations and discouragement that we have to pray against for ourselves. So how much more does he need that? So I, I love that you're starting with that. And, and maybe he requested that. Maybe he didn't. I, can, I imagine he probably did. But the number one is say, let's keep him in our thoughts and prayers. And not just is the cliche, but let's literally keep him in our thoughts. Let's literally keep him in our prayers. So what else can we do for him? Uh, consider writing him a note of encouragement. Okay. You let him know that you're remembering him. Yeah. And that he, his case has been, you're seeing it. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, others are noticing. What would kind of go along with that would be consider contacting Governor Mike Parson. Sure. Or any other higher-ups you may have contact with that might have a ch- channel to bring his attention to the right eyes of someone that could say something should be done here. Yeah. And I, I know you have that information, so I'll put it down in the, in the descriptive part of this podcast so that people can look down there and get a mailing address for Patrick Flaherty and how to write him a letter. And also uh, either an address or, or a, a website link um, to contact the governor or others. And, of course, like I said, if, you, if a person has personal relationship or uh, a network opportunity with someone of, in a position of authority, just to get this looked at. But I think... I think there's one more thing to do, and I think you know what that is. And what, what is that, Mark? I'd say spread the word. Spread the word. Absolutely. I, I one time said, I would like to see a snowball start moving and turn into an avalanche of support Yeah. Uh, that would just be undeniable uh, that there are, there's a movement in light of getting justice this case and, and justice in this case isn't justice of forgiving the offense you know he's mm-hmm. he's been sentenced he's paying a price um but you know has he been uh you know has a system worked for him and it sounds like it has and again not for us to decide but let's get that information in front of the people who can decide that and i think i think you're right getting the word out because there's so much message here uh, about how the system can work and how it should work and how people who've made mistakes can turn their lives around even in a place that isn't necessarily favorable or conducive to remaining optimistic. Uh, I, I think this is a wonderful story, and I think you're right. That fourth part is almost as important as the first, which is to pray for him, to, you know, to, to encourage him, and then you know, write the letters uh, of support to him and write letters of, of support uh, to have his case seen. But again, share the story of hey, there's someone out there um, and, and whatever you, everybody knows or, or, or maybe themselves has gone through something tough and discouraging here, you know what, here's a, here's a really tough story and, and watch the, the way that, that, uh, that the Lord is working through him. I just think that's a, a powerful message and I would love to see this come to some very obvious good for others to see. Um, we know it's in the Lord's hands and, and, and you know, that is being noted in a place far more permanent than here on earth. But what can we do to share this story with others? 
Mark, what other you know closing thoughts you might have or sharing or, or appeals the, about the show? And Patrick Flaherty is his name. One thing I, I would bring out, I, and this is something that he wrote, I did not hear it, but I guess in the 2019 State of the State Address, Governor Parson said he understood the importance of reentry programs and alternative sentencing. He said, we need to be more efficient in these programs so we can truly offer a second chance. And Patrick has some websites, like maybe a Facebook page, Second Chance for Patrick. And okay. here I have a letter, a character reference from the prison chaplain written to the governor. Just, he said one thing, Patrick is a man who genuinely studies to show himself approved, a workman that needs not be ashamed. And he said, Patrick epitomizes the person who has completely turned his life around. He is not innocent of his crime. He would be the first to admit that. But he is someone who has been punished more than enough for his past failure. I am praying that you will give him thorough and prayerful consideration. And that's That really sums it up. It really does. And I think from what I've heard you say even in this conversation, you completely concur with that assessment of, of Patrick Flaherty. Absolutely. He's Absolutely. not looking for a pardon. He's just looking for a looking second chance. for a second chance. Yeah, that's fair. And that's all, that's all any of us really, really can hope for. So, uh, friends, let's be a part of this. Let's, uh, let's pick one or more of these four options and support him with prayer and, um, and thoughts uh, by reaching out to him with just a short note, a postcard, a letter, uh, of encouragement, of support, um, by seeing what we can do to get this story heard by others, uh, not just those who can make a decision and, and um, influence his second chance, but anybody who might find inspiration in this story. And it does not have to be a prisoner. We all face struggles and discouragement and times when we feel like we're being persecuted uh, for things beyond what we deserve. And I'm talking about in our personal lives and relationships. So Patrick is a, a true success story, and I would love for us all to be a part of it. So uh, my prayer is that you would consider, you know, reading down in the description of this podcast and, and, and pick one or more ways to, to be a part of the success story. And if there is any desire to contact us, you could do so through the church, yep. and we'd be happy to offer any further information. We'll include all that below. Well, thank you, Mark, and uh, God bless you, and God bless Patrick Flaherty. Thank you.